welcome back to So To Speak's The Closet Series. I'm your host, Christy Mandor. You know, there is a lot of information in the world that can be very uplifting. It can be very terrifying. And depending on the day, it can be very jealousy inducing. And we don't talk about jealousy a lot because nobody likes to feel that way, but I'm a Scorpio and we are the queen and kings of understanding jealousy. So I'm diving right into it. And my hope is that by the time you're done listening to this episode, you have a totally different relationship with that moment that we all have, where we can feel the fiery green-eyed monster feeding inside of us and we can pay attention to it and we can shift it. And we're going to focus mainly on the next time that the tidal wave of compare and despair begins to take you down because comparison sucks. It's such a crappy feeling yet we all do it. So compare and despair. Oh my gosh. You know how it goes. You're mindlessly scrolling. You quickly find that it morphs into doom scrolling and the green-eyed monster rears its head, telling you that you haven't done enough. You haven't earned enough. You haven't produced enough. You haven't vacationed enough. You haven't gone to the bathroom enough. And then your jealousy flies to guilt because you should feel so grateful for all you have. But you're jealous because but no, you should feel so grateful for all you have. And round and round it goes. It's bad news bears all around. So instead, here is a little three-word go-to that is going to be very nostalgic and familiar. We're going to take it and we're going to flip it to a modern day mature adult form to keep in your back pocket. And it is the classic stop, drop, and roll. Because your internal system is ablaze when you slip into the comparison ring of fire. It's totally normal. We all do it. Still, it's a crappy universal feeling that isn't fun. So even if you're not a social media person, we all know what jealousy feels like. We all know what comparison feels like. So we're going to flip it and we're going to start with stop. So you're literally going to stop. You're not going to shame whip your thoughts. You're going to catch them and pause yourself. Then you're going to drop. You're literally going to drop to the floor. No, I'm kidding. You're not going to drop to the floor. You can drop to the floor if you want to, but it's not necessary. You're going to drop the thought and then you're going to physically drop your phone. So if you're scrolling or if you're seeing pictures, even from a friend who sends you pictures in a text message about their trip and you really want to be happy for them, or you're seeing something in the news on your phone and it should be something that's uplifting, but for some reason you start feeling jealous. Okay. Not a big deal. You've already stopped the thought. So now you're going to drop your phone. You're going to physically drop it because this sends an extra signal to your brain to truly pause, not half-ass pause, and then go back to scrolling. Hands off. Okay. Then you're going to go to roll. You're going to flip the script here from being jealous to being inspired, right? How cool is that? So what originally was jealous which is, this is where emotional intelligence is such a huge asset, that self-awareness piece. 
because it's just information. It's not anything to feel ashamed about if you feel jealous. You're going to just pay attention. Like, what is it that made me feel jealous? And I'll tell you, if you can take it and be honest and then say, okay, what is this inspiring me to do in my own life? Because whenever you feel jealous, it is a direct correlation to something that you want, to something that you want. So it's awesome. It's information. And I'll tell you right now, jealousy had me finish a complete screenplay because I saw an acquaintance posting about writing a few years ago, and I was super jealous. And I was like, why am I so jealous? And I, I did just some journaling to be completely transparent. I was doing morning pages, Julia Cameron's morning pages, and it came out. I was like, oh my God, I want to write more. This seems so obvious, but for some reason I had to get jealous to have it shine a light on the thought. So the thoughts are great. And we're going to talk about shifting them. It's got to go to action because thoughts alone don't do anything. You have to have it go to action. So it could look like this. All right. Jealousy from a post that highlights, say, like a triumphant presentation. Someone posts something about a triumphant presentation. You're going to now flip that thought to, I'm now inspired to work on my public speaking. And then the action could be, and I'm going to do some shameless plugs for friends here. The action could be, then you'll connect with Hope Timberlake, who is a fantastic speaker coach. She's got a ton of information out there, a ton of resources and content on a YouTube channel. She's got a great newsletter. She has a book called Speak Up, Damn It. I'm going to link all of these below, but that's what it could look like. It could look like going from being jealous about someone saying what an amazing presentation they had and now being inspired to work on your public speaking. And then you do something about it. So you connect with hope in some way, Hope Timberlake and hope itself, right? The other could be, you know, maybe someone launched a business and you're feeling jealous about that because you're feeling I've always wanted to, and I've had this idea and I just haven't done it. Great. Now you're going to flip it to, I'm now inspired to start my own business. And an action could be that you'll grab Julia Pimsler's book, Million Dollar Women to research the best ways to begin. Or you'll connect with Julia on Instagram or on LinkedIn to just learn more about her to gain some content because a lot of the people who I'm naming, all of them really, they have fantastic free content out there because they are givers. So they have all this information to share with you. And then if you want to go further with either working with them personally or to buy their book, awesome. But they're not big pushers like buy my book, buy my book. I'm a huge reader, you know that. So I love books, but you can totally do this, you know, for free as well. Another could be, you know, maybe you want to, a promotion and you're feeling like your writing is not up to snuff because we don't learn, we don't learn writing in a way that is emotionally intelligent. So it could be that you saw a post that someone was like, oh, I had this amazing career promotion and I'm so excited about it. And you're happy for them, but you might be a little envious. So you're going to take that thought and flip it to, I'm now inspired to boost my writing so that I can communicate my ideas and reach my career aspirations. Then the action you'll take is you'll reach out to Erin Labax, who is the queen of EQ writing. 
She also was a guest on the Closet series, as was Hope. So you can find both of their episodes uh, below. I'll actually link those too. Or you can check out her high value writing, Erin's high value writing YouTube channel. You can follow her on LinkedIn. You can follow her on Instagram. She gives such fantastic short and sweet advice on how to humanize your writing, which is fantastic. It's awesome. And one of the others is maybe you want to write a book. I feel like everybody wants to write a book. And for whatever reason, we all have our own reasons for not doing it. And you see someone who just posts a book launch. And you're, again, most likely, if you're listening to this, you're someone who does appreciate celebrating other people. And at the same time, you may still feel a little bit of envy. So you're going to take that thought, flip it to, I'm now inspired to finally write my book. Even if your hands are trembling, even if your legs are wobbling, then you're going to take the action and reach out to the ultimate soul sister. She's one of the kindest, loveliest, sweetest humans in the world, Kelly Watson, who is uh, beyond a coach. It's hard to really nail down everything that she does, but she is the co-founder of Scripter Publishing. And I'll tell you right now, if you are interested in writing a book, Kelly is your woman. She will give you publishing support in droves. She is one of the most generous human beings I've ever met. It just oozes out of her. She can't even help it. It's just her natural essence and she'll help you in some way, just even direct you on the best steps to take. But again, you can follow Scripter Publishing on Instagram. They share a lot of previous books that they have published. They share different um, advice on how to even start. Like if you're like, I want to write a book, but I don't really know how to gather my ideas. And I'm going to put all of that in the show notes below. So you get the gist here. You see how this works, right? So we want you filled with a fire of passion, not poison. We want you to flip the script and then act. Because for overthinkers, if you're an overthinker, like I tend to be, thoughts without action are kindling for mental trash fires. And (laughs) we don't have time for that. We need no more humans walking around with mental trash fires in their noggins. So stop, drop, and roll your thoughts into inspiration. Give it a shot. See how it goes. Take a chance. And I will see you back here next week. And we're going to be kicking things off with the next guest. Oh my gosh. He's fantastic. He happens to be Kelly Watson's husband, Graham Watson. And we are focused entirely on cultivating and supporting and nourishing male friendships. I obviously know nothing about that. So I had Graham hop in the closet to shine a light on a topic that I feel is incredibly important, especially in the winter and especially for guys. And uh, so stay tuned for that one. Okay. We'll see you next week. Mm